Hi, everyone, and welcome to Nunas Nunchi. I am so excited about my special guest on the Nunas Nunchi podcast, C Drama Mama. I mean, how cool is that name? You know, <laughs> and we'll and we'll talk about how she became C Drama Mama shortly. But C Drama Mama, welcome, aka Jessica, but C Drama Mama. Hi, so excited hi. to have you here. So and excited. We, got, to be we here. got to know each other through what else? Social media. Social media. Uh, we have mutual friends on social media, and I was, and I think. I really like some, you are always very engaging. And I was like, yeah, I got to get to know this person. I got to figure out what's going on here. Talking about the K-dramas with C-drama mama. Absolutely. So this is just the beginning. Welcome. So that said, hmm, let's talk about your name. My Tell name. Tell more C-drama. about C-drama because it doesn't say K-drama. It so does we'll not. talk about that. We'll do it. I've only watched, I've, I've really only watched two K-dramas. So oh, which ones? Oh. See, uh, yeah, Doom at Your Service, which right. will probably be the one we lean that. towards um, mm-hmm. more. And I have seen the Rookie Historian. Okay, yeah. Um, Interesting. Interesting. I know. But I you're know. so I engaging. Know. Okay, so then we'll, t- well, you're so engaging with the content that I put out. Because there, I'm so. so excited about all of it. Like, I'm just, I'm an infant toddler in the Asian drama fandom world. So, see like Drama that. Mama came about um in probably not the um happiest of ways in the sense that I had never watched an Asian drama before about one year ago roughly about a year ago um and in April of 2020 I was diagnosed with stage four colorectal cancer oh my So, um, and at the time, right before that, I had been traveling extensively with my family in an RV across the United States for years. We had been living sort of a nomadic lifestyle and um, then obviously COVID hit Mm -hmm. and we were like, oh, we should probably head back and, you know, to our home state and stay put there for a while. Um, And through that, I was feeling bad. I wasn't feeling good. Mm -hmm. Um, I went, thought I was having a gallbladder attack. We were in Tennessee at the time had um a cat like a ultrasound and that doctor i'd never met him before that day was like um you need to go to i can see metastases or lesions on your liver oh god um and it's not your gallbladder it's your liver and so we quickly headed back to our home state which is kentucky and um obviously this was literally at the beginning of the quarantining period too so oh, kind of shut down. So through that, I immediately was in treatments um, and surgeries. So I didn't, I was even still living in my RV at the time. Oh so God. we were staying at a friend's farm and that, you know, they were helping us and we hadn't even transitioned back to our house yet. So we literally, it's because everyone's quarantined. You're not supposed to go anywhere. You're not supposed to do anything. Right. And then that much more so as a person who was all of a sudden, you know, very, very ill. Um, I was inoperable at the beginning of my diagnosis, meaning basically you can't have a worse diagnosis than what I was given. Yeah, stage four. You hear stage four and you freak. I mean, that's bad. Stage four, we can't even operate on you, basically. Um, I am obviously not. They were eventually able to operate on me. But through that, like I just, I was in bed all the time. And I think it was, I was trying to write it down. I was like, I have to think like, when did this start for me? Mm-hmm. So September, 2020, literally like a year ago, mm-hmm. um, I was in chemo at that point. I'd already had one 12 hour surgery and I was in chemo and Netflix, you know, the 
algorithm that brings you something at some point, like years before I had watched the C drama eternal love, okay. which is, and that. it popped back up on Interesting. my, you know, feed like, Hey, you might like this. Mm-hmm. And I watched it and I was like, it was just the escapism that I needed. And so, because it was so, you know, it's a fantasy, high fantasy. I mean, like they're flying through the air on what's clearly being probably a string, you know, like you can tell, but I needed that. I needed that sort of lightness to it, but it was beautiful. Um, Obviously all the costuming and all Asian dramas, fantasy, that, you know, that everyone's flowing and the music and all of it just met me where I was because I kept trying, you know, I'm laying in bed extent, like for just giant chunks of time. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, the modern day dramas that would normally maybe draw my attention, they were too much for me to handle. Like my, you know, I had all this other stuff going on. So I sort of fell into the high fantasy C drama world. Exactly. I really it's like, escape. like it's not yeah. real. Very. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I needed 100% escapism. Mm-hmm. Like I needed it mm-hmm. to have there no, be never a mention of cancer and, yes. you know, because right. the modern ones love cancer as a topic. Like That's it's, a- and they're like, Hey, yay, yeah, we need to show increase. We need to show, we need to heighten the drama very quickly. So what we'll do is we'll give this person a very bad diagnosis with yeah. cancer. That's obviously well, triggering for someone going through it. So right, right. right. If you're dealing with it, it's like the last thing you need yeah. um, is to just be watching that all the time. So I, I threw that. And then a friend, my friend, Sarah, who's on C drama mom was going through a divorce and oddly it fit both situations. So perfectly. I was like, listen, just watch this drama watching. And I forget which one I threw out for her to watch first. Um, and she was like, this is exactly what I need. Mm. Like it's, it's engaging. It's a whole new story. I've never heard these storylines. I don't understand any of the myths or legends behind them yet, but I want to know more, but it's not related to the, whatever I'm literally going through in my life. Right. And especially in the high fantasy, you know, that historical or that area, nobody's even talking about divorce. Right. So for her, that's what she was able to pick up on. Yeah. And for me, you know, everything that was brought to the table, they could fix with like a magic flower or something. So I, I needed that sort of lightness. But as I began to come through chemo and my next surgery, I was able to kind of branch out from there. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll try this or I'll try this. And branch out to sea dramas, more sea. The other sea dramas, maybe yeah. more modern. And then beginning like even like the variety shows. Yeah. Oh, you're watching Chinese variety shows or Korean variety shows? Both. Actually, I'm watching Camping Vibes right now. Okay. Which is a Korean. The, is that the new one? Show. I I don't. That would be like. Okay. I, no. Um, I, and maybe I'm there's many network. seasons of it. And again, okay. it's interesting because it's got a lot of um, actors and singers, but yeah. I don't know any of them because I'm so u- new to K dramas that okay. I'm like I'm. You know, they're probably really popular. Yeah, I don't um, even, I can't even keep track of all the reality shows. I just right, but they're not, but it's basically yeah. right. They're camping and, and obviously that is something that I really love to do yeah, anyway. Obviously I was living in my RV, yeah. right? So that it's this group of actors and um, comedians and singers and they go out and they're kind of re-exploring Korea because of quarantine, they can't travel internationally. So it's yeah. sort of like highlighting. So I'm getting to see a little bit of the country but I really love them as people. Anyway, we can talk about no, that. That's, that's why I love reality shows, seeing the yeah. drama actors as people. And I'm like, yes. oh, they're actually kind of goofy, you know? Yes. No, wow. We started off, you start off with the bang with your story. I know. 
But here's the deal. I, I want to talk about how good you look. So stage four, and yes. you obviously are, tell us a little bit how you're doing today. With your- how I'm doing today. So I was able, um, I was put onto a study um, very early in my treatment. So um, I was able to get sort of a, a newer, not really new to my area um, treatment, which is a hepatic artery infusion pump, which means I have a pump inside me that they were able to put chemo in that was attached to my liver. So I have colon cancer, yeah. but the cancer in my colon is actually quite small is that it metastasized in my liver extensively. Um, I had 13 tumors. Um, I know. And I may just tell you, go get a colonoscopy. If someone tells you you have IBS, just get a colonoscopy. Sure. Um, yeah. Um, but you look so good. So that I just, thank you. But that. so I went through 16 rounds of chemo. And then because of that, and where it was able to shrink all those metastases to where they could be surgically removed. So in March of this year, um, I had a 12 hour liver resection. So they resected all those spots. Okay. Um, Basically your liver regenerates. Yes. They removed the tumors. You're, I did hear that the liver regenerates. Yeah. I mean, we they, I knew none work. of this beforehand. Just so you yeah. know, like I, I knew I, none I, of I think this. I heard that on, maybe I got on a medical show. I mean, whatever, right. but I, right. I didn't know that, but. <laughs> So with chemo, you, did you lose your hair? I did not. So, um, and that's, I mean, and I had a lot of chemo. So you see that a lot more with breast cancer treatment. So there, okay. this is something I learned and I will share with everyone because I didn't know previously, there are about a hundred different types of chemo drugs Gotcha. and okay. not all of them have hair loss. So mine had hair thinning. So my hair is, um, much thinner than it was and the texture color, things like that change with okay. it. Yeah. Um, it's gotten better now. Cause I stopped my last, you know, I ended chemo before my last surgery. So in February ended chemo. And since then my hair has been able to start growing and like some of the kind of deadness and a lot of products. Cause we live in a, a great era for good products. <laughs> we do. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. I love hearing this. Okay. Speak because I love hearing that you're doing good. Like, you're right. Feeling- yes. I am in, a, I'm in a state of NED. So no evidence of disease. Um, at the moment. So now I'm in the pattern of, um, they, I go every three months and, um, well, I still have to go monthly because I have this pump inside of me that has to be filled with like a saline water heparin. Um, but I go every three months for testing CAT scans. I'm having a colonoscopy and again, um, fun stuff you have to, and watching now it's a matter of, you know, any reoccurrence gets sort of handled quickly. So stage four, what is the prognosis they're saying to you? They, they like to keep everything very vague with cancer treatment. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the, I have, um, I sit in the best place you can sit in, if that means statistically, Mm -hmm. um, because I responded so well to treatment and because of this hepatic artery infusion pump that I have inside of me, which increases longevity, um, and decreases, you know, the severity of reoccurrence. Now my goals are like, can I make it two years NED? And if I can go two years with no return of disease, then they'll actually remove the pump and they'll remove my port. And then it's like, once you cross that five-year mark, everything, but that's, you know, that's common in a lot of cancers. It's like, if you can just get through to that sort of spot. Right. Um, but I am in the best place you can be for what I was given. So that sounds like it. I hold on to the positive statistics and just don't Google it. 
Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, don't I don't like Google it. And yeah, it's just best. As a therapist, to... I, I Google minimal. I never Google. <laughs> yeah. Never, never ask, you know, so I'll say the same thing and, you know, they can't ever be like, oh, you're all better. So, right. Uh, but a lot of people who have had any type of cancer, it's really hard to be like, you're all better. And so we sure. start to struggle with like, what is, am I a cancer survivor? Am I, yeah. I mean, at the what point you, cancer. you know, surviving right now I'm a cancer survivor because I'm surviving that's true so there is no like magic more the emotional part I like that yeah um but clearly you're an example of living well with stage four cancer because that's still your right diagnosis but then c dramas well basically saved you yes emotionally I want to sum up what you said because you know what I tend to share is that k dramas uh, see dramas that people watch right. they relate to it yours was the opposite you had no relation whatsoever obviously right. not flying off to, yeah and right. living in historical china and all that no but yet that's what helped you so i think that's also another example of what these dramas do for us right. the complete opposite we have no relation whatsoever right so that's why we like it and it is uh, a way to escape and it, and i always endorse escapism it's it, that's how do you how do you distract yourself like how right. do you get through a tough moment or tough moments? Yeah. Right. Especially for, you know, you know, I've a drama moment. A lot of it did come through this, like this idea, Sarah and I were using it. It felt like we call it C drama therapy or K drama therapy, depending on what we're watching. Eventually we'll have J drama therapy and all that too, but it was, <laughs> that's cool. we're laying, I'm laying in bed. You know, she was often come over and lay with me. And mm. I, if I, I needed high fantasy because I needed to step outside of my experience of literally laying in bed, trying not to like throw up, yeah, you know, so yeah. I needed it to be distracting enough. It needed to be engaging enough for me to really be. And that's actually where a lot of people have a hard time reading the subtitles. They were really useful to me because again, it calls my mind to focus, mm, you know, like, Hey, you're going to need to look at the screen. And so then I'm not thinking about like my feet are hurting or why is that tingling or why am I feeling nauseous? I can just sit there do what I need to be doing, like sipping water or eating snacks, but I'm locked into this story that I'm finding fascinating on all levels because it's engaging all parts of my brain and my heart. And, and you get, you know, it, I needed that level of escapism, you yeah. know, at that time. And I tell everybody, I know that's what a lot of it on our page, I'll, you know, if you're going through a hard time, lean into the high fantasy Asian dramas mm-hmm. because they do it beautifully. I, I, wow. I mean, now I'm going to have to, I've seen eternal love as in the, the, you know, shows up on, but I have never seen it. So there's so much content out there. I can't even imagine. That's why I can only stay in K dramas for now, but right. And how did you, okay. So then you've started this Instagram. Tell me a little bit more how you started Instagram. I guess you really want to share your love for. Well, again, we didn't know, right. So we're mentioning it to other people and no one in our core group of friends or family are watching with us right and so we're like yeah. hey have you all like what's Netflix showing you because we're loving this you know because the minute you watch one that's oh, yeah. Ev- yeah. every yeah you get all of mm-hmm. them at one time and then she and I just um we started a little bit researching the actors and actresses that were involved just because um we didn't know anything about any of them And um, we started wanting to just kind of put out our story out there. Like, hey, this is just really a a whole genre that you're not giving a try. You're not giving this whole genre a try. And there are these beautiful stories that you've never heard that, you know, there's whole cultures and all this. And why not jump in and expose yourself to as much as possible? We're all stuck at home. 
Yeah. And yeah. I think it was actually, I was watching an interview you did with, um, it was Anthony's and he says, you know, like we're, we're all kind of stagnant. Like why so many people got into Asian dramas during quarantine. You wanted to feel the emotions, right? We needed yeah. kind of, we're already there. Like and through this, I was like, you need a K might like start like die, like giving it out as like a drug. I'm like you need a K drama sure. or you should yeah. watch this one or <laughs> yeah, you need this C drama in your life. <laughs> right. You and obviously that this. helped you, um, cope. Right. That's yes. the bottom line. Yeah. And then we, show, you know, the page kind of grew and a lot of what we do on the page is, is more on the humor um, when we do like our recreation photos or things like that. And that came out of a way of like, how do we share this love? Neither one of us is a blogger. Um, and these actors and actresses and these stories that we've not heard and we're just loving and we want to show a way of like, like highlighting them, but then we're also two moms stuck at home during quarantine who are trying really hard to find things to laugh at about mm. ourselves and in life. Mm. Um, and so like we lean into the humor a little bit on on that part of it, but really just trying to like share these stories. Yeah, I love it. And of people. course, just looking at you, right? And you're promoting C dramas, right? right? I think that's just so cool. Meaning for you, it did a lot for your mental health. I'm going to kind of tie it right. to mental health, right? Absolutely. And especially someone else who's in, who might be going through the same struggle with cancer or not, or maybe a cancer yep. survivor or surviving with cancer. What are some of the things that you could pinpoint in the C dramas that you watched, whether it's eternal love or whatever, that really was like this, you already know it's making you feel better because it's escapism. But if you could be right. specific to be like this example, just look at this. And this really helped me. Does that make sense? Hmm. Yeah. It, Cause it's often with those high fantasy, it was more, it was all of the pieces. Um, I have long been a person who loves story, right? So I'm, I love the storytellers of the world, the, the authors, the actors, the grandparents who sit and pass down their stories. Right. And so, but what it brings to you in a time of crisis when the human, we can't pro like everything that was handed to me, I couldn't process. I have two right. young children and I'm, I'm married and I needed new stories, new engagement, but it's all wrapped up and they, it's so mad. It's masterfully told. K-dramas are the same, but they're told in such a different way than, than what I had experienced in you know, here in the US, the stories, yeah. they, they somehow bring this very fluid romance type story wrapped up in their culture, which you then want to know more about. Mm -hmm. So then on the back end, you're trying to understand like, oh, the place of um, elders in the, in the society, or, you know, is oh. this based on something? Oftentimes they're based on what is the mythology behind this or right. tradition um, and all that. Yeah. And then the visuals of it all, the, the backgrounds that, and not just eternal love, this goes across the board for, you know, all of them, just the, the costuming, the, the full amount and the depth of character and, and that they do in both K and C dramas. Yeah, I really feel like they deep. spend time on the character development. Nothing's like rushed to the end. I mean, you'll go, you know, 45 episodes before somebody holds hands in a love story you know, but I needed that. Right. Cause right. I'm not, I'm not, I'm laying in my bed half out of it. I'm not needing some burning passion. I can't, I can't even relate to that. Yeah. While I'm yeah. laying in bed. But right? the, the anticipation is what the what anticipation, love, like, Ooh, what's going to yes. happen. Yeah. 
Yeah. Right. And all the tropes, I like love them. Like, I love, I love a too. stumble kiss. Who knew? I'm like, I mean, oh I mean, gosh, the, they're going to stumble kiss. It's, the, tropes are, the tropes are what we actually love. Yes. Even though people want to admit it, I'm like, you know, you watch for the love triangle. You know, you're watching for this, whatever, bromance. That's, that's the tropes. That's what we love. Just We love it, it all. We love it all. I know. And all. so mm. it is really love it all. So it's not like that. And I've definitely moved outside of just as I've gotten better and I've healed, I've been able to like step, you know, I want to, I want to know more. I want to watch more. And that's, I, I'm always trying to find, I love the engage, really engaged communities on, on, because I want to go find out what show to watch next. And I want yeah. to find other people. people. Yes. The whole point is talking to just DMing people going, did you see this? Right. Or, oh my gosh. It, yeah. That's what brings us all together in the midst of times of adversity and struggle. Yes. So then how did you branch out into K-dramas and specifically do met your service? Or was that the first right. one or Rookie Historian? Rookie Historian was the first one because, okay. right, it popped up during that historical fantasy sort of say, realm. And yeah, I watched it. And it's it's interesting. Of- I need to rewatch it because I, you know, it was during when chemo was at its hardest. So yeah. I probably couldn't recall that story, even though I, I really liked it. Yeah. You know, it was like, but memory and sure. quick recall are not always great. Right. right. Um, you know, the yeah. Vicky app is how I got Doom at your service. It was suggestive still. Yeah, it was. It came up right at the beginning when it was starting. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They were, they we were can blame his mole if we want. Like if we want like a really specific reason <laughs> to be <laughs> like, so funny. wow, who is this person? That is you so know? funny. And I, I started, I like him too, but I love her. Oh, um, Young. she's just one of my, and she's just cute and bubbly. So oh, I, yes. I was like, oh my gosh, I got to see her latest drama. So then Okay, well, do met your service. Let's talk about some of the themes. It's you could relate. <laughs> now you're in a different place now when you watched it. When did you when did you start watching it? Pretty much right when it came out. So when okay. was that when it so after chemo? After chemo, after chemo and, and after surgery. I think it might have. I've tried to write that down. When June? did it come out? I'm not, I don't know. I know it was early. May, maybe it was like June. May. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. May, June is what I mm-hmm. recall, but but I guess you were emotionally in a different place because technically the main mm-hmm. character, if you haven't seen it, I'm, I'm talking to the audience. I, know. I don't want to spoil it, but she has something terminal. Mm-hmm. So what was that like for you to watch it this time around with something like that, that is your experience, some somewhat more like your experience. That right. Sense. So I think in, in a way I might've, I mean, I watched, you know, a preview for it and I was, I just gotten my NED diagnosis. And I think in a way I was choosing it for its therapy. It was like, okay, let's test mm. how it feels to like watch um, someone with a terminal illness. Yeah. Um, and she had only three months technically you right. were in a better space, I would say. But yeah, but yes. so, yeah, she was dying. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, she calls, you know, I mean, I, I don't, it's one of those sort of things where I can definitely dive in and talk about, it, but I don't know how to do it without really talking about spoilers. You know, it's a yeah. fantasy romance. Again, it was still had some fantasy in there. And I think yeah, it's, totally that's fantasy. often mm-hmm. um, works for me still right now. Gotcha. Um, there's got to be some element of that. Um, and that was definitely helpful in this one, right? But she basically calls doom, right? And he mm-hmm. is the embodiment of death, right? Yeah. Or dying. I, that gets a little, you know. Right. So then what, okay. So then first of all, did you like it? How, how do you think of it? I do. I loved it. I've watched it twice. So that's <laughs> what I actually, you know, I, I tend to watch them before Sarah because is, she is a very dramatic drama watcher. And I, we even post on the, oftentimes on there, her reactions because they're so big and so bold all the time, every time she's watching them. 
yeah. um, and so I have to be really present with her when she's watching so That's sometimes so I watch and then rewatch. <laughs> Yeah, because we all watch it differently, right? Yeah. Yes. So that's okay. So it was therapy for you. Now you mentioned that for the therapy, mm-hmm. how did it help you seeing someone like her, which it, it wasn't so much, so much of her struggle. Yes, she was dying and then doom came at her door, but right. it wasn't so much of her symptoms. You know what I mean? It's not like we saw her struggling. Right. She was right. She wasn't well. in active treatment. Right. And actually doom helped her pain. Remember? Right. I mean, he, yeah. Yeah. He was like a pain pill. Yeah. He was like a painkiller. Um, <laughs> Well, tell me some of the takeaways from that drama. Um, it was interesting. The first time I watched it, I was very focused on the dialogue, the things that they said, that he said, um, the quotes about death or, yeah. um, and, and also, or I'd be very hyper-focused on um, the words and the things that she would say around, um, dying so the first time you know when I first started watching it I was very focused on like that even though it's clearly not based on a religion it's they're they're drawing from religion um and in some ways I think that he was really they call him she she sums him up as he is winter to the spring you know like that he is winter and darkness oh yeah spring and light bleak and yeah Mm -hmm. right and he was Um, kind of bleak and kind of depressive you know right for sure yeah um at times and so I would focus a lot on that um and the the interactions they would have and and the the, what they would say and then somehow the second time I watched it I noticed more of what the the deity says or whatever you know she would say it's about the possibilities or Mm -hmm. you know and she doesn't even say a lot in the drama um or and she she has a quote kind of early on that was like you know one of the actually did I write it down because it's oh. about you know you ought to try being sick sometime you know there's no time to be bored and it was like it's exactly right right you're just yeah. busy being sick right so, um Ooh, that that hits me oh you're so busy being sick that's tough right that you're not really you know there's no time to be bored or to be thinking yeah. too far ahead you're just sort of sitting with <laughs> with the sickness so I noticed their um her things but it was the whole the way in which they handle what struck me so much about doom at your service is the way in which they were handling, obviously, right. He's doom, right. They've wrapped it up in this beautiful package. I mean, he's, he's gorgeous, right. There's no, she's beautiful. And she's all those things you mentioned. She's bubbly and she's light, but she's supposed to be dying. And these like things that should be so hard. And some of the things in the interactions they're having, you know, he's sort of cruel at moments. Right. And they, because what do you say, you know, no one, you, people either resent me, mm-hmm. right? We resent death yeah, or they want me, they right. want to die, but they never love me, right? Nobody really loves death or dying right. is sort of, you know, so true. It, you know, but you can see that from the perspective of him as like a, a guy, but he's yeah. really talking about like death. He is the act of dying. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, they'll do all this really heavy stuff. Right. So I, I would catch myself like, Oh gosh, like, Whoa, I pause it and want to like, think about or chew on some, something like that. He had said, like yeah. they either resent me or want me or, but no one ever loves me. And like, you but it didn't, but it didn't trigger you. You were like, no, oh, okay, as much that, that cause I mean, that. obviously I've, you know, definitely been thinking those thoughts throughout um, mm-hmm. my experience, but then what K dramas do so well is then the, they will cram 
so much in an episode that there really should be 20 episodes to the one episode. Yeah, I know. I know. That's why it's so intense. It's so intense, right? And then you go right back up that roller coaster of then the next thing, they balance it with this humor. So the the other support characters, her brother in this one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. He comes I in and like- support characters. Right. They're like kind of silly. And if you were to remove them or make a story, you couldn't make a story of them entirely by themselves. He's sort of silly yeah. in a lot of it, or he's yes. overreactive. Mm-hmm. But it enables you to take a breath. <sighs> so then you're like, okay. And then they'll go back in. There'll be some beautiful love moment where the chemistry between them was. It was good chemistry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good point about that. I like how you've talked about the side characters kind of, kind of diverting your emotions for a bit. And then, yes. go, oh, I like that. That's so so it was, that is what has kept me, I think, in the, I, I find it way more in Asian dramas than I find in other dramas. Every time I try to go back and watch another one, I'm like, yeah, no, I need that lightness. And I need that other tr- love triangle too. Yeah. <laughs> the tropes. Right. Yeah. I, I need that, right? I love that little side story. I wonder which yeah. one she's going to go with. I can see, right. you know, all the that second sort of. Lead yes. And, yeah, yeah. Got it. And theirs is just as interesting, right? Or, you know, how is she going to go back? And the, and the play between the family members, yeah. Um, and that there's always, and then they'll dive back into some, you know, their interaction will be hard. You know, she, you know, she jumps in front of him and, mm-hmm. you know, to save him at some yeah. point in the outside the hospital, that right. episode, I was like, that was, they that was on one episode. Surprising. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, that was like one episode. They got so much yeah, in that one episode. They did. And like, then, it, and you know how they continue like a little bit, they showed the same scene in the beginning of the next episode, yes. but yeah, they, uh, I remember that scene clearly. Cause it was pretty intense in that scene that was like probably the first time I felt they had an emotional connection maybe yes. it was the first time yeah but wow so you're yes you're an to- infant toddler um I'm an infant toddler but you know you like fantasy drama so do you have something that you would like to watch next I'm currently watching lovers of the red sky which okay I have not seen that yet I, I mean you know it's I've I've <laughs> I may I'm not very good at waiting. So next time I need to wait until the whole thing's out. Hard, but yeah. The waiting yeah. from episode to episode to episode is yeah, a little. Yeah, I'm doing that with Hometown Tachita and it's, it's hard. I, but I really want to watch, wanna watch that. Well, I don't want to see a spoiler, so I might as well just start watching it. So that's why I watch it. But then it's, each week is terrible. But okay, so Lovers of the Red Sky, because there's fantasy. Yeah. It's fantasy, know, right? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, that was just entirely suggestive. So yeah, because it's 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 a newer drama but you know right. what you need to see has anybody recommended to you goblin yes so goblin and then i was so many so i've watched all the previous interviews you've done i was like apparently i really need to watch crash landing into you okay. yeah <laughs> exactly. like, that's what it's everyone mentioned it's, it's definitely not, not fantasy but it's it's the classic um drama that got everyone hooked in the last in, in the pandemic so yes right. crash landing. oh i know i mean everybody loves crash landing but goblin goblin you would love to because that's fantasy so uh, that's what i just really i've started to be and i do it on the page i'll give like cancer warnings or terminal illness warnings because you know i have watched other ones um but it just depends on what i'm in the mood for like do i want to dive into these thoughts and kind of work through them a little bit then i'll usually watch a more modern day because it really is if you think about it part of almost all of them yeah it's like it's a it's a favorite um element story element um, that's why I actually mm. like hometown Tata Chaka because it doesn't have that, that we know of. 
Okay. Well, right you now. keep me posted because I, I had seen that one and I really liked the it's previous. Very light. I, it's I love those two people, so I mm -hmm. uh, I'm obsessed with, with them. But it's what I need right now because I watched heavy ones. Right. And, and then Squid Game. Uh, I don't even ask me why I watched that, but I watched some good ones. And then watching Hometown was my escape. I was like, oh, I need to right. think. It's just fun stuff. It's all the tropes right. again, but classic tropes. You know, the classic tropes. Yeah, and classic they're tropes. delightful. Wow. So now I'm now I've gotten this pattern where I'm watching both a C drama and a K drama. So that way I've got two dramas going and I can try to watch and we're going into fall and winter, which means I'll have plenty of time. To we'll have time to watch more. So then I'll ask you this for viewers. What do you see is the biggest difference between C dramas and K dramas or is there minimal differences? I think a lot of times it's just um, more just all the regulations they put around C dramas, right? They have a lot of. Um, there's a lot more freedom in the K-dramas to show love or interactions and things like that, but there's a lot more rules. I feel like there's a lot more rules around the C-drama. I didn't know that. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, I just know there's some popular ones that I have Taiwanese friends watching that they're like, this is so good. They're like, but we love K-dramas, but this is so good too. But interesting. Right. So more regulations. Okay. Um, wow. So and they're I'm definitely longer, right? So you definitely, they yeah. tend to be longer, although there are, you know, there are short ones as well and modern day ones. Um, yeah. As well, well I mean, extent. this is just the beginning. You know, you're just just you're gonna be like a preschooler soon, um, oh. by winter. <laughs> I feel by like it'll be like I, I, there's so many. Every time I get, I mean, I feel like I've watched a ton. I yeah. think in the last year, I've watched like a combination along with all the writers, shows, like 20, more than 20, 30, and some of them twice because with Sarah. So I mean, yeah. you know, hours spent in bed, yeah. and I literally feel like I'm only beginning to scratch the surface. That's it's why people like say to me. Uh, which ones you're watching I'm like because I just really am enjoying the ones I'm watching right now I'm just gonna watch one or two right it's, and then there's so much content I mean there's a bazillion I know I haven't seen of K dramas, let alone C dramas and J dramas I can't right. even go there yet you know but we were wow. C drama mama only because we kind of started with those and was yeah. like we're watching C dramas and we're moms right so C drama yeah. mama but right. I mean it's all Asian dramas I, I really want to watch a J drama I've not yeah. me too because I've heard about it too well, any last thoughts for the audience? Uh, I, I mean, there was so much about your cancer, but anything that you want to share um, that that's pressing you? I would say that so often I people aren't giving this all this entire genre, K dramas and C dramas, a, a chance, and they're just. I mean, I don't. I'm still unpacking what it is that I love so much about them. Well, I. I can't relate culturally, but there are human stories that touch all of us. There is a human connectedness through all of this and opening the door to new ideas and new thoughts, especially in a time when we're all locked behind our doors and um, we're not interacting with people enough to, to just open up and start watching these. Don't get sidetracked by this having to read. It's not hard. <laughs> Once you start, I mean, you can even also, Sarah's like, I'm going to start telling everybody, you know, you can make the font bigger if that's, you know, what's stopping you. You can oh, make people the font stop. bigger. Really? People have said they don't want to read the subtitles or it's too They just don't want to read subtitles. I'm too tired. I don't want to read subtitles a lot. And it's like, just really, I promise once you start, yeah, you don't even think about them. 
Right. It's after just there. a while. And now I actually watch American shows and I'm like, I need the subtitles. Because <laughs> I, I wonder, yeah. I exactly. clearly un- I'll be like, where are the subtitles? Like, even like clearly understand. It's just so funny. Just- it became a habit. I'm like, uh, you know, right. that's super cool. Yeah. But also for your experience, I mean, it was your escapism and just emotionally speaking, it's, it felt, I felt like sea drama sustained you to get yes. through all what the last was like nine months of treatment. Yeah. Was like, 16 yeah. rounds of chemo is a lot of chemotherapy and, yeah. um, I've had, I mean, full abdominal surgeries. So as intense as you can basically get and they have, and that's all I've watched have been Asian dramas. And I, and it's caused me to want to learn a new language or to go out and read more about history of, of all. It's just, it's opened a part in my heart and my mind to a whole new story. And I, I want to keep exploring it. So see drama Mama is weird. It's just our outpouring of like love and hoping that it will spread out there and people will give it a try or, or use it as escapism or all the things that it's brought to us. And we're still unpacking what it is that it's brought to us because it feels so deep that sometimes there aren't. And it might just be that we'll always be wanting to know more and never really know, but that we'll keep watching. I guess that's why we have you to keep talking to people. Cause (laughs) I have loved, you know. Yeah, but I I love watching it because it satisfies (laughs) my own emotions as well. So yes. Well, C Drama Mama, thank you so much for joining Nunez Nucci podcast. You guys find them on Instagram, C Drama Mama, and I cannot wait to talk to you about more K dramas coming up. So excited. Thank you so much. You can listen in on platforms such as Spotify, Pandora, Google, and Apple, but also watch the podcast on our Nunez Nucci YouTube channel every Monday where it launches at 6 p.m. Eastern.